Welcome to Sleep Cues, the everything baby sleep podcast. I'm Erin, pediatric sleep consultant and founder of The Happy Sleep Company. From catnaps to night wakes and regressions to teething, we cover all things baby sleep. With a passion for children's sleep, we're here to help tired families get healthy rest. Hello, happy sleepers. Welcome back to Sleep Cues. It's March. It's almost spring and it is almost time for the time change. So the spring forward, the beginning of daylight saving time. In the fall, when we're talking about the time change, the end of daylight saving time, it's usually followed by dum, 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 because we're really nervous about the autumn time change because the clock's going backwards in the autumn means your child gets up even earlier. And if you already have an early riser, that is extra tough. But the spring time change, the spring forward that occurs every March has most grown-ups, most parents rejoicing. No 5.07 a.m. staring you in the face this time. So we kind of cue the parental high fives here. Because moving forward the clocks on March 14th this year by one hour, moving those clocks forward by an hour is generally much easier on families with young children than the dreaded fall back that happens in the autumn. But if the upcoming time change still has you a bit nervous about disruptions to your child's sleep schedule, I do have some strategies for you. Because even though this is the good time change, as I call it, there can be some disruptions to your child's schedule, and it can be a little bit tricky to navigate that hour forward that we're going to put the clocks on March 14th. So here are my strategies for managing the spring time change, the spring forward, the beginning of daylight saving time. The first thing I'll say is we could take a do-nothing approach. So that means, again, this time change isn't nearly as disruptive as when we turn the clocks back in the fall. And as a result, most babies and toddlers adjust really easily and we don't really need to do anything. So if you have a child who's not overly sensitive to slight shifts in their schedule, you could simply wake your kiddo or let him wake at his usual time on the Sunday morning, the morning of the time change, and follow your regular routines and activities for the day. You know, don't go around and change your clocks until after you're all up for the day. And then once you have moved the clocks forward, go on with your day as you normally would, including normal nap and bedtimes per the new time on the clock. So just let it happen, roll with it, do everything per the new time on the clock. And if your child is not particularly sensitive to slight shifts in their schedule, your child should be on track, no problem. Maybe the very next day, definitely within a week or so, this will all feel very normal to them. So that's one thing you can do is really do nothing. The second thing we can think about is a strategy that includes a gradual shift. So if your child is particularly sensitive to schedule changes and you're concerned about the daylight saving time transition, you could consider introducing the change a little more gradually. So this means that if your child's usual wake up time is around seven o'clock in the morning, for example, you might split the difference and move his morning wake up time to say 6.30 for a few days before the actual time change. And by doing this, once the clocks move forward, your child might be better prepped for the new time because now he's already used to waking up at 6.30 instead of seven. So then when we move the clocks forward, he'll wake up at what now looks like 7.30 instead of eight. Eight o'clock in the morning is a really big jump, you know, for most children. And so that might be too much of a jump and really throw his day off. So if we split the difference, we move his morning wake up 
earlier by half an hour or so for a few days before the time change, now it won't seem like such a big jump on the day of the time change and he might get back on track a little more easily. So that gradual shift is something you might consider in advance of the day of daylight saving time beginning. The last thing we might talk about is the day of scenario. So most parents are going to fall over laughing at me when I suggest that maybe they're going to wake their child up early on a Sunday morning. But other parents are concerned about having a difficult few days ahead of them if their child's schedule gets thrown off on the day of the time change by sleeping in an hour late. So another option that you can consider is on the day of the time change on the Sunday morning, wake your child up 30 to 60 minutes earlier the day of the time change than they normally wake up. That way, his naps and his bedtime will also occur slightly earlier than usual per the new time on the clock, but his body clock may have an easier time adjusting than if you let him sleep until his normal time, but go to bed at the new time, which will feel an hour early to your child's body. I feel like we need some kind of degree in calculus to figure all of this out, but it's really not too tough. It's just... In that third scenario that I'm talking about, thinking about waking your child up half an hour or even a whole hour early on the day of the time change. And here's an example of when I might do that. A six-month-old. A six-month-old usually needs three naps in a day, but it can start to get tricky to fit in all three naps if your child sleeps in too late in the morning. And if you have read my four to eight month sleep guide, or if you follow us on Instagram, you will often hear me talk about how at around the six month mark to fit in three good naps in a day, I will often wake a child up around 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning if they're not yet awake to make sure that we have sufficient time in the day for a proper three nap schedule. And we don't get into this tricky timing at the end of the day where you let your child sleep in too late in the morning you don't now really have enough time for a third nap, but you have way too big of a gap at the end of the day between the second nap and bedtime and you have an overtired baby by bedtime. And whenever I say that to parents at this age, I very often hear, yes, that is exactly the scenario we deal with all the time. So this is why around that age, I would normally make sure that a child is awake by a certain time, maybe 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning to fit in that good three nap schedule. On the day of the time change, if your child normally sleeps until 7, and now we go around and change all the clocks and it looks like eight o'clock in the morning, your six month old is going to have kind of a wonky nap schedule today because you are probably not going to have time for a third nap, but you're going to have a really overtired baby by bedtime if you don't do the third nap. So a six month old whose parents are trying to fit a three nap schedule into his day would be a good example of where on the day of the time change, I might consider waking that child about 30 to 60 minutes earlier than he normally wakes up so that when we go around and change the clocks and move everything forward by an hour, we're basically back on track per the new time on the clock. And that child is still going to have time for a good three nap day. So that might be a good example of a scenario where I would change things on the day of or gradually shift that child a little bit for a few days in advance to make sure that on the day of the time change, we can still keep his normal-ish schedule on track. All right, quick pause, because what is more important to talk about when it comes to sleep than what we actually sleep on? I want to tell you about my very favorite mattress brand, Obison. Whether we're talking mom and dad, kiddo, or baby, Obison is my go-to for comfort when it comes to your family's sleep surface. 
You wouldn't want your family to sleep on anything less than the very best. And that starts with the best materials in the world. Obasan's mattresses are handcrafted in Canada, and their materials are organic, ethically sourced, and chemical-free. Babies' body temperatures tend to fluctuate while they sleep. Obasan's mattresses are breathable and moisture-wicking to help regulate baby's temperature levels throughout the night. And comfort knows no age. So Obasan's organic 6-inch mattress for kids also features evolving support as your children grow and grow and grow. And when it comes to custom sleep, Obasan is all in. That's why in addition to mattresses, they also offer you five distinct pillows with unique designs and different fillings that serve every sleeping style and meet both your toddler's needs and your own as grown-ups. We want your kids sleeping great. Use code HAPPYSLEEPKIDS at checkout and receive a free wool moisture pad when you purchase a kid's 6-inch mattress. Head to obison.com and obison.ca and get great sleep started. It's important to keep in mind when you're considering options two and three, so the gradual shift a few days in advance of the time change or the day of scenario where you're shifting your child's schedule and waking them up early on the day of the time change, that some people's internal clocks are so strong that no amount of prepping might be enough and they might simply take some time to adjust to the time change. Give your little one some time, give yourself some time. Babies, toddlers, older children, and adults, we all usually take around a week for our body clocks to really adjust to the time change, no matter how much prepping we've tried to do in advance. We feel a little out of sorts, a little groggy that week, and usually by the end of the week, we're all pretty much back on track. So don't panic. Again, even if you have a few off days as a result of the time change, most people, babies and toddlers included, will adjust within a few days to a week. Bonus tip, do not forget about the importance of a sleep-conducive room environment. The beginning of daylight saving time means Mr. Sun starts his work day a whole lot earlier. Avoid early morning wakes with blackout blinds and blackout curtains. I cannot stress this enough. When the sun is creeping into your child's room at 5 o'clock in the morning and your child's already been asleep for... 10 or 11 hours at that point, there's not enough sleep pressure left for him to go back to sleep easily if that sun wakes him up at five o'clock in the morning. He still needs some more sleep, but it's gonna be hard for him to go back to sleep if there's a lot of sunlight in his room. So I really recommend good quality blackout blinds covered by good quality blackout curtains to really block out that light that's going to make it more difficult for him to stay sleeping in the morning. Same thing in the evening. You know, if your child goes to bed at 7 p.m. and now it's going to be light out at 7 p.m. it's going to be harder for your child to fall asleep because there's less sleep pressure when there is less darkness. So really try to get the room nice and dark. Also consider a sound machine. You know in the mornings at this point in the spring we're going to hear a lot of birds chirping outside, lots of noises going on early in the morning. So a sound machine can be a really good idea. I just recommend if you're going to use one that you keep it about five or ten feet away from your child's crib. Have it on kind of a white noise or a rain setting so it's just a nice constant steady sound and run it the whole nighttime and the whole nap time so that it's really running through your child's whole sleep. It's not turning off after say 25 minutes into the nap or 45 minutes into the night. So it is still running an hour into the nap when the garbage truck rumbles down the street or at five o'clock in the morning when the birds are chirping on your child's windowsill. That sound machine can really help to block out those noises. So 
happy daylight saving time. It's a great time of year because it means warmer weather is coming. It is usually the happy time change because it means that your baby is actually going to start hopefully sleeping what looks like a little later in the morning, again, rather than the fall time change that looks really early on the clock when we move those clocks backwards. So this is the happy time change. Try not to stress, but if you do feel like there could be some disruption to your child's schedule, this podcast episode hopefully helps you with a few strategies that you can keep in mind to put in place to keep things on track over the course of the daylight saving time switch, which this year is March 14th. Thanks for listening to Sleep Cues, the Everything Baby Sleep Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with a mom or dad who might need some rest. Connect with us on Instagram at The Happy Sleep Company and check out our website, thehappysleepcompany.com for loads of blogs, sleep guides, and information about how we work with families one-on-one to get sleep on track.